Welcome to Divine Honey Podcast. I'm your host, your friend, your daily inspiration, Tamika Johnson. This show is about human experiences. This includes thought-provoking conversations, and most importantly, our Divine Honey guest, sharing stories about love, life, journey, and purpose. If you're watching live or on the replay and you feel inspired, please leave a question, show some love in the comments. So this week, I would like to introduce our Divine Honey guest, Erin Nicole. She's an artist, songwriter, composer, and producer, and she will be sharing with us her love of music and her upcoming event. Welcome. Wow. Thank you for having me. Yes. Yes. How are you today? I'm blessed, you know, getting ready for this event. So, you know, things are how things are when you're doing those things. <laughs> yes. And I'm excited to hear, and I know um, our audience is excited to hear about the event. But before we jump into that, just, I know you, you know, I posted a little bit of your bio, but just give us a little of your background and how we kind of got to this point in your event. Um, so I started off um, into music really early. Um, it was elementary school. Um, first, I started off by um, listening to my mother's records, of course, and I was inspired by Stevie Wonder, inspired by Earth, Wind, and Fire. And then, you know, the 90s hip-hop, Eric B. and Rakim, um, everybody from that era. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to get off into producing and uh, emceeing in hip-hop music. And so um, from there on, like, you know, performing in Flint, Michigan, um, Chicago, Atlanta, Miami, um, you know, just doing this, you know, underground hip hop mm -hmm. vibe, and then also being a singer um, and loving to sing and loving jazz. So, you know, my element is hip hop, jazz. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's what I love, you know, hip hop and jazz. That's the heart of me. <laughs> yes. And you do, you do a poet, a little bit of poetry and stuff too, don't you? I do. My my stage name used to be Poetess. <laughs> so my stage name used to be Poetess, and um, it was a lot of sisters with that name. So that's why mm -hmm. I just said, hey, we're just going to go with Erin Nicole. But um, I did start off writing poetry. And uh, I that's the base of hip-hop and stuff for me, too, though, like Tupac, Poet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So we just expressed on paper, and then eventually you might want to do it to a cadence. Nice, nice. And then, um, so in Arizona, you know, the present, your presence here, and what are you trying to bring here with the music and with the community? I want, for number one, I want to let everybody know that we're out here. <laughs> and what I mean, <laughs> we're out here. You know, the, the jazz is out here, the soul is out here, the, the vibe. Um, the richness of our culture is present, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what I hope to, you know, um, accentuate and uh, spread the word. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know where to go or where to get that, you know, richness that you're talking about or the culture here. So they don't know where they can find that. You know, people come move here and they don't know where to go to get their poetry, to get their hip hop. So hip hop is one, so you know, for us, and then yeah. of course we have a grassroots bookstore. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it's the hub of information where, you know, you know, a lot of us, you know, we come and build, you know, and plan out what we want to do for mm-hmm. the culture. So that's a hub. I mean, yeah, that's a shameless plug inviting you down to grassroots. Yes. <laughs> Coming, you know, Juice Bar is opening up soon, I guess within a week. And um, and then also we have Poetic Soul. Um, that's mm-hmm. my brother, Cosmic Cadence. And that is uh, every Wednesday. I had a chance to um, feature there numerous times. But like I said, we out here. <laughs> I love it. So I was looking, uh, kind of going on your site, and music is alive. Your production company, tell us a little about that. And you have an interesting twist to it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that is born out of nothing. Now we get into it. So that's mm-hmm. born out of my desire to um, get not only artists, mm-hmm. but our community as well to understand the power of music and the gift that we have as artists when we behold the power of music. Mm-hmm. So music is alive. We can speak life into the community, right? We yes. just talked about poetry. But we also can do that through vibration and frequency. And so that's the reason for the name Music is Alive. Now the production company, I want to make that name a reality, right? Through my own music mm-hmm. and through the music of artists I collaborate with. So Nice. And then you mentioned, you know, a twist. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, so. And are there, you're going to have workshops through your production company as well. Yes, and so I'm happy to, for us, at this event that's coming up, we'll be featuring mm-hmm. a workshop um, on the power of sound and self-image. That will be presented by Brother Asar. And um, we also have an artist collective. Um, we worked pretty heavily prior to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And that was us coming together. We produced an audio drama. Um, and we got together to talk about, you know, what was wrong with us mentally as artists, emotionally, oh, wow. spiritually, because that's an element. Yeah. <laughs> we struggle sometimes too, like um, our creative anxiety. Um, it's a lot, right? The, uh, artistic depression or personal uh, ups and downs mm-hmm. that affect our art, because I believe that is definitely not to our purpose so we need to treat you know ourselves as a whole entity you know within within and of itself like i'm an artist mm-hmm. and i have something to give to the world but i can't if i'm depressed i can't mm-hmm. if i'm anxious and we need our artist community to flourish because i'll say this like harris one he's a hip-hop icon he said that hip-hop was the end of the ghetto right mm-hmm. in our artistry we kind of help you know, people like Nina Simone said, right? We speak to the times, mm-hmm. you know? So we, we help, you know, our culture to tap in, right? So, yeah. So you guys need to be fed in too, so you can give to us. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. So the same as, you know, as yeah. What you're saying, like, as artists, you guys, you know, build each other up, but what can we do to help our artists feed into them because they give so much to us because we are given a lot through song, you know, there's songs that resonate. I can tell you there's songs that like have gotten me through at low points, you know, that meant so much to me. So what can we do to kind of give back to that community? Well, no, you know, definitely, you know, make sure you support your local artist um, culture, your local artist scene, support your local artist scene and um, so what I mean by support is, is, is deeper than pressing life. 
you know, look up the products, right? Mm -hmm. um, um, purchase their downloads or um, even the visual art or what have you, you know, really, that's how you can help, you know, pour into the artist community because a lot of us want to step out and, you know, make this our, mm -hmm. our whole, our 24 seven, you know, not our nine to five. That's a big way. Yeah. So a little about, and I like you're having all about your celebration. It's the second annual. Well, tell me how you guys started the first one. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, for those who don't know, August 11th is the official birthday of hip hop, hip hop culture. Um, and that's when DJ Cool Herc on uh, Cedric in the Bronx, Cedric Avenue. He hosted a black party on behalf of his sister, and it was a back to school party, but he is the DJ who took the sample, like let's say a James Brown record, mm -hmm. um, took the drum break samples from those and looped them over and over to create a track for people to rap on. So he was the originator of placing like the drums, looping them so that artists hop on those samples and rap on them. And so that's such a big contribution, you know, to the culture. And uh, so we celebrate that day here. What I was I was thinking, I said, well, hey, that's a, you know, we should host that event here. We should host a celebration of the birthday of hip hop mm -hmm. here at Grassroots. Like I'm here, like literally I'm, I'm at on the other side of Grassroots <laughs> right now. But I said, you know, we should, you know, take ownership of that. And I'm a big believer in owning your narrative mm -hmm. so that that us celebrating it is big because it's a bookstore and the bookstore represents like i said you know a hub for us to gather and this theme is called intelligent movement that's the theme of this year mm -hmm. second annual it's called intelligent movement because hip stands for intelligence and hop stands for movement. And so, okay so <laughs> So HIP stands for Intelligent and HOP stands for Movement. And we want to reiterate the fact that that's really the essence of this art form. It's, you know, keeping the vibe high, having fun, mm -hmm. and moving in an intelligent direction as a people. I love it. And you are collaborating, I believe, what is it, six, there's going to be 16 different artists? Did I read yeah. that correctly? Yes, 16 artists over two days. Um, I've been blessed to love the artist community because um, that's one of the things um, I'm excited about is working with other artists and giving them a chance to shine, like always, because I'm, I'm a big believer in us helping to uplift our community, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we're able to gather around a dope theme and keep that fun in the midst of a time that is weighing on people, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, let's keep the vibe up as much as we can because we inspire. So 16 artists across two days, come and have fun. And it is kid friendly. Bring bring the family. You can bring the family. family. I, I told some people to add a thing, you know, message. <laughs> <laughs> you know, since today, you know, it's children, you know, child friendly. And um, because I have children, I'm a mother. Um, you know, being a mother, um, holding a production company, a lot of that goes into why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. So, and then also being a woman, you know, with a production company too, you know, it's just, you know, it's, it's a game that's heavily, uh, heavily um, dominated by male presence. Oh, I bet, I bet. 
Um, at the event, what can we expect? Um, okay, number one, 16 um, artists. We can expect the power of self-image and sound workshop going on on the inside. We can expect food trucks. We have uh, one of my favorite, uh, Thermy Therms. Um, they sell like this cauliflower po' boy sandwich and, you know, burgers and the fries and stuff like that, you know. But, um, yeah, so, and then also we got Resurgence Beauty, um, which is a self-care product line. I'm excited to have them. Uh, they'll be on the inside as well. So it's, you know, the um, food truck, you know, healthy options, you know, mm -hmm. the self-care products. Um, I have to get a, sh a shout out to the Phoenix LLC for, you know, you know, supporting, you know, me full force and also, of course, grassroots bookstore and things, you know, like that. So you can uh, you can just expect to have a good time in a good environment. Like there's nothing like just I miss the uh, home Midwest feeling. Right. That's mm -hmm. another reason why from the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Chicago and Detroit area. And so I'm like, I want to bring a certain vibe, you know? So just come and get, mm -hmm. you know, this vibe where it's, you know, family, music, um, culture, food, and fun, so. Yeah, and I have, there is a question for you. Let's see if I can pull it up. From Drunk, can you ask her who is her favorite hip hop artist of all time? All time? <laughs> wow, all time, because there's so many, so many greats. That's always a hard question. Um, I love Nas. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I might have to give you multiple. And I love Nas for bringing Lauren Hill back. I would have to say Lauren Hill is up there pretty good. Because, like, you know, I'm a woman myself, so I would say Lauren Hill is up there pretty good. So we're just going to go with her. She's your all-time. Yes, yes. Thank you. If anyone else has questions, please, please ask them. Um so what's your favorite part about do you prefer creating or performing these tough questions <laughs> these are so tough um wow oh my gosh i love them both um i'll say performing tops it maybe about the extra five percent <laughs> and so yeah performing is just my love because you can just break free and you get the energy um from the crowd and it's such a magical moment, you know? Mm -hmm. So you get to see, right, what you create at work. Okay, I have so. another one. Rapping or singing? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, rapping or singing? I'll say rapping, even though I have a lot of people demanding that I sing more. They're like, excuse me, miss. <laughs> so yeah, rapping is my favorite. And do you like to collab, like do songs with other artists, write with other artists, or do you prefer collaborative or individual? No, um, no, I definitely love collaborating. Um, I'm working on that more now. Um, but right now I'm predominantly collaborating with musicians. Um, that's, you know, my number one love too, but definitely I'm reaching out and seeking artists to collaborate with, you know. I'll be, I'll be scrolling, you know, and looking and, you know, on the Instagram and stuff, like, who's that? Maybe, you know. <laughs> and isn't it great that we have so much access to each other? I mean, there's obviously negatives to that, but then we're looking at the positive. We can touch, we're able to, you know, connect and collaborate easier than, I don't know, 10 years ago, because we have access to each other now. <laughs> I will tell you, you know, 
the exposure you can get nowadays almost replaces the need for you know labels and things like you know, yes. and people can choose how what direction they want to go and control their narrative creative control okay um that's everything right on your narrative creative control um one of the things um i was blessed to experience was to hear a lot of stories right on that end from people involved in industry and um i was working with a network of songwriters for about a little bit over a year and um i was working particularly on the west western region and everybody you know wants to get into a certain thing until you find out that um you're left with pennies sometimes even though you're a quote-unquote celebrity mm-hmm. you might not be as much as you know people project or think you know things are rented things that there's images and there's things you can't say, you know, uh, brands that you have to promote. This in your contract. And you might not believe in those brands. And you may not. Your relationships uh, manufacturer, there's a lot. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I actually have another question. This is from Brother Chamikas. What inspires you to do music? Oh, my goodness. What inspires me to do music? Um, making a difference. Um, it's because of what I've seen early on in life. Um, I was born in, a, in Peoria, Illinois. So I was born in Peoria, Illinois, uh, three hours from Chicago. But we were born in an apartment complex called Taft Homes. And I mean, it, it was, you know, it was what it was, you know, paint chipping off of all the buildings. But as a child, I didn't understand poverty until we went to the east side of the city. And you seen stuff looking much better. Mm-hmm. So to give a, you know, just to lay a context. And so in my apartment complex, everybody's apartment was a different story. And it was either domestic violence, prostitution. I'll, I'll give more um, depth to them. There was a sister named Goldie. And I know that she was involved in that when she had like, it was like so many different men coming in and out um, on a regular basis. Right. But I, as a child, I didn't understand what it was. I just seen my sister looking stressed. Mm-hmm. You know, she was very, very beautiful, but you can tell the weight of the world was weighing on her. Then there was a sister next to her. Her name was Sandy. Drunk, day in and day out, calling for her son. And we knew her son. Her son's name was, uh, we called him Bad Tony because he stole everybody's bike, okay? <laughs> he stole his bike. He took my bike. <laughs> <laughs> he took my bike. <laughs> he took mine. Um, yeah, and she would call for him every night screaming. You knew what time it was by the time she was calling her son and trying to find him. And then we had Goody, the new neighborhood drug cleaner or whatever. All the little girls had a crush on But it was a lot of heaviness mm-hmm. that myself, you know, as a young child was sensitive to. And when I listened to Stevie Wonder, he took me into a whole new reality. And he inspired me. And because you step into like a time war when you mm-hmm. listen to certain records and you get to see or experience something different outside of what made me going on. And that's when I knew the superpower of music. And I said, I want that power. I want to help take people out of whatever it is they're experiencing in the weight of poverty, right? In the weight of relying on different political leaders to take you a certain place that yeah. they never quite get you to go, you know? Right. <laughs> And so, you know, the depression within our community, but then also understanding that the power of the word 
can, you know, make a difference. Mm-hmm. So it's not all like, you know, we can't change it. It's just that we need to understand that um, we need to surround ourselves in a certain environment to make it fruitful. That's my inspiration. <laughs> nice. I, I was thinking about, like, during, you know, it's been some, you know, the pandemic, what started 2020 into 2019. Now we're at 2022, and we still have, we're still up and down. What helped you, like, what songs or what creative outlet, what things did you do um, while in that space? Um, and that's where I was with the writing organization. So I decided to sign on. Uh, it was called Writing Sessions America um, with CEO Kevin Shine. He was with uh, Atlantic Records. And he really gave a lot of context in what it means to take your career seriously mm-hmm. as, in terms of quality, okay, and in terms of undergoing, you know, a lot of pressure. So I will say this. We collaborated with different artists. Like you mentioned collaboration. You'll learn how to collaborate. Uh, a lot of people you on different time zones mm-hmm. and different personalities. People who want to write the record and be maybe in control of the whole record or not, you know, value other input or, or some people who, you know, it's just a lot, right? So you learn how to deal with multiple personalities, which is important in business, mm-hmm. right? And so I got a chance to sharpen my skills, you know, in that area during the time of um, pandemic. Um, I rose to a position of leadership and I gave counsel to a lot of songwriters because like we mentioned um, early on, we have a lot of things that go on that can block us from our expression. I go through that, you know, in and out, right? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes when you hold like a heavy gift, you want to make sure you deliver it right or sometimes um, you feel burdened when you're not delivering at all. So. Love it. I hope I answered it. You did. You answered it perfectly. (laughs) I have another question for you. So, Brother Chamikis, he says, have you ever met Stevie Wonder? And what was that like? Oh, man. Oh, man. So, going to the Writers' Conference, we were in L.A. And um, the first night I was there, we walked into a restaurant. And um, the sister who was hosting me, she walked over to Stevie Wonder because he walked into the restaurant. He walked into the restaurant, and I said, is that Stevie Wonder? And so... um, and she walked right up to him and she said, hey, and yada, yada, yada. And he said, oh, Rosetta, he mentioned her name. And I said, oh, no, nah. <laughs> because he knows you on a first name basis, right? And so she called me on opening air. And because of what I just told you about his impact on me, I got a chance to tell him oh, his wow. impact on me. And I was just brought to tears because anybody who listens to his music, you know, like he's a, a, a person of depth, right? Yes. That's Stevie, come on, it's Stevie Wonder. And so um, he said, he stood up and he said, oh no, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stand up for you. And that's what a picture. And um, that was just amazing moment. That's amazing. That's amazing when you um, get to meet someone who has such an impact and you get to give them their flowers. So that's... Yes. So I do have another question for you. So this is from Selena Malley. How do you feel about the new age music, like some of this new rap and some of the intensity in living a fast life, killing money, cars, the works, and stay humble to your own style and not conform? Wow. That's because of 
the love that I have, right? Mm -hmm. um, because of the way that I started, I started seeing what music can do, you know, the impact. And I didn't want to contribute to what I consider to be the opposing force. Not that, you know, I never loved, you know, a bop or, or a hit because, mm -hmm. you know, it, it sound good. But at the end of the day, I choose to present substance because I'm on a certain level of thinking, mm -hmm. you know. I understand that it, we are in critical times. You know, I understand that I might say something that saves someone's life. Because I feel like when you're talking about living a fast life and you're glorifying violence, and we don't need, we don't need that. I'm just be honest. We don't need that. There's a way that we can have fun, you know, with lyricism that doesn't glorify harming our community in a time mm -hmm. where we need to come together and get it together quickly because in a few more days, all we're going to have is each other. So I take it very seriously. So I can't conform. Um, if I find myself, I will feel lost. You know what I mean? I will feel lost because I don't, that's just not my direction. I want to say too, that a lot of it has to do with you know, getting into the industry and all these images that are pushed. Mm -hmm. If you left us alone, right, and it was up to us, we would more than likely, you know, do the type of music that feeds the soul, you know, or comes from a certain place. And mm -hmm. I also have to say this, um, I'm not denying the fact that we're in conditions, right, mm -hmm. that feel the need, right, to escape through um, drug use or you know, you get so hungry where you feel like, well, like Nipsey said, I run up in the bank just for recreation. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, to do these certain things. I'm not saying that that's not a reality in our community. I'm saying that even though the mirror is there to reflect what we see, it is. But the mirror is also there to correct what we see. And so on my end, I want to use the mirror image to help correct. The mirror is there to reflect, but to correct. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, so, and kind of piggybacking off of um, Selena's um, question, what do you, do? have you seen other artists kind of struggle in that area? Or have you had to like have conversations where they don't want to conform? Like they have, you know, kind of like they're at a higher calling, but maybe they're not doing that because maybe they're trying to succeed or they want to have recognition or if that makes sense you know, yeah. no no that makes perfect yeah. sense and I have on um, a couple of occasions one um you know just a private conversation with me and a mm -hmm. sister within um, the music organization you know she was explaining how she just feels you know pulled in a different direction than what she wants to go and so she struggled internally because she's very spiritual. And it's funny because I had a chance to experience and see artists who will go right to that same um, mainstream, what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. But when all is said and done and we're in private conversations, it's a different story. Yeah. You know, that's how I, you know, we, we know um, what we follow is what a corporation is pushing mm -hmm. nine times out of ten. So when we look at these records, 
uh, think of it as McDonald's selling the product. Mm-hmm. If an industry label, uh, they're saying, you know, like things like sex sales and all this kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a marketing thing, right? And you just give what's popular. But like I said, you know, my job and my role is to not tune into what's popular, but what's necessary. Yes. And so when we start as, as artists, when we come together in private and we start talking about what's necessary, then the conversation changes. But when it comes to the money and you feel like you make it more money for a particular uh, type of material, that's where we start struggling. Because, you know, I mean, damn, now, even with inflation now, it's really right. You're like, it's rough like, out here. Yeah. I, I'll tell you one thing. Um, I had have, I have the privilege and the honor of sitting with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in Chicago at his home with other artists. And, you know, a lot of artists and music respect him. Mm-hmm. Um, he sat down with a lot. But one of the things he told us was that going the uphill road as conscious artists, we wouldn't have to suffer long because of the time. Tables are turning. And so, yeah, a lot of people, you know, now we're supporting, you know, Toby and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? Um, um, who else is it? Uh, Nilan, Toby, um, Koji Radical. And so, and then with the internet, like we talked about before, you get 10 million views and 100,000 supporters, you know, just from consistently, you know, being uh, exposed. And so it's a matter of, you know, pick a size and one side may be quicker and the other one may be longer. Right. Right. But I'm going to tell you this, when you promise something quick, mm -mm, I like to go with let's take the law of nature like a tree for instance and uh, for, you know you can jump in if i get to no 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 <laughs> share please um you know when when a flower is growing or a tree is growing you know or you planting a seed for food it doesn't just pop up or sprout up mm-hmm. it has to be cultivated it grows there's pests that come and try to eat it up that a good gardener has to keep away from it right and so when we're on our journey, we're like seeds growing. Mm-hmm. And we have to learn how to keep certain elements away that will come and destroy us. You know what I mean? Uh, make sure we're getting our water and make sure we're in the proper environment so that we can achieve the ultimate goal to become what we are to become. Like when you grow a, um, a broccoli seed or a potato or, or whatever, <laughs> it's going to grow to become what it's supposed to become. Right, if mm-hmm. it's in the right environment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the microwave culture, you know, we, we don't, and we're in, impatient people. Yes. <laughs> but I promise you that when you get it on your own and you develop, right, unhindered, it's more fruitful mm-hmm. because you're becoming who you are to become. You know, I'm gonna say this, you know, the Satan promises to deceive, he'll promise you something quick. You quick. want it now? And you end up destroying a lot of our look at Disney, a lot of artists, you know, right? Um, uh, you, the people who are like childhood celebrities, right? Mm-hmm. Really hard on them because a lot of times when you blow up really big, but you're only being used for the moment and then it's all gone one thing, the mind can't really adjust. When people saying you're a has been, you're not popular because oh. you let somebody else put you on. When somebody makes you, they can. So to let God, you know, make you that natural course, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not made by anyone. I'm not beholding anybody on a contract, you know, or anything like that. And I've dug 
have dodged that at least twice, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, but with it, it's hard. I'm not going to say it's hard, but I'm like, I'm, I'm happy because I'm in what I love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to lie and say that it's not been a struggle, but I feel at peace. Something you said I liked about when you're talking about growing and cultivating, it made me think of this book that every time I talk to him, I think of this book I'm reading. It's called The Prayer Circle. So whatever you're, what's put in your heart as your journey, you pray around it, but you draw circles around it. And it can take, sometimes it can take a long time and you can have these obstacles. But when you're set 10 toes to the ground and dedicated to this circle, it comes, though it's uphill, like you were saying, we can get there yeah. in the long run. And I agree with you with, and I agree what you're saying with that, because even what I'm like, things I'm watching on TV, right now we need things to uplift us. People don't, that's what we need. That's what, yes. you, and you know, I'm watching these shows and they're good, but it's a lot of violence. And I'm like feeling mm-hmm. down. I had to turn it off. I said, this is not feeding my soul. Yes, I'm being entertained, but it's not what the spirit, my spirit's like, come on. <laughs> I'm just going to turn right. it off. <laughs> so, yeah, so we can get there, though it might be slow, up uphill battle, but all of us collectively can get there and we can grow and cultivate around it. So I, I like that about, you know, your, about that. We actually do have another question. Come on, y'all. Okay, so if we have another one from Selena... Um, does it concern you with all this glorifying sensational events where young rappers are dying being a thing? You know what? Um, one case in particular does really bother me. Well, a lot of them bother me, but one in particular, like um, with Juice World, right? Mm-hmm. The rapper who um, overdosed and they're still u- utilizing his image to sell records and putting out new material, they even got it to where he's in a cartoon form, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to continue to make money. And I came across, you know, some information that um, they do have, you know, insurance policies. Um, so I wouldn't put it past, you know, a lot of things, but like, you know, that bothers me because the business is vicious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a product, you know, and once we as artists, you know, get a, you know, into these um, contracts, you know, with majors or even sometimes minors who just trying to, you know, be like the majors or what have you, we have to understand that you are being used, you know, you are being used and they don't care. Um, a lot of times too, with the drug use and uh, it's all about money, mm-hmm. you know, somebody slides up next to you. And you're under, you know, tremendous stress because you have to produce. Um, a close friend of mine, you know, she was getting into a label situation. Her, her schedule was so hectic that, you know, they were talking to a other group of artists and they were saying, hey, we take such and such and so and so so we can stay up because the schedule is crazy. Right. Oh, wow. And so, you know, all it takes is, you know, the wrong person to be like, you know, I got this for you. I got that for you. Because it's a culture. Um, uh, y'all remember uh, Clubhouse? If y'all still use some, oh clubhouse. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we would get on and talk to these artists and things, and someone got on. I think it was uh, Brandy's mother, 
Oh, uh, Sonia North. Okay, Miss Sonia. Us, you know, holding these platforms for us to speak and everything like that. And uh, one of the brothers from the industry got on and he said, look, I ain't gonna lie to you. The music industry is very trash. Okay. Mm-hmm. He said, it's very fiendish. He said, fiendish. And, you know, but he was just talking about how a lot of people are just spiritually, you know, broken. Yeah. You know, it's a rough, it's a, it's a rough thing to be in with when you have God's gift. But no one's treating it that way because it's all about a dollar. So that's one thing. But so what I'm getting at is mm-hmm. it's a culture of self-destruction. That's scary. And nobody's going to stop it because it's selling records. So mm-hmm. anything is more, more and more, you know, you'll end up passing away from something. If you don't have people around you telling you, look, you're in a good position now. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of good mentors around our artists. You got people who are yes men, who are like, yeah, you know, whatever you say, whatever you know. Nobody's like, no, brother. The same or, you know, my young brother who just got a million dollar contract, maybe you need to slow down. No, because you might not give me any money. So I'm going to be a yes man. So we need to really just be a community. You know what I mean? 100%. It all goes down to that money and fame. You know what I mean? You just have to be a genuine person. I have a, actually another question for you. Hold on. I just seen it. Have Yes. Brother Tremika said heavy. Yes. And Selena says yes. Yep. She's saying yes to what you're saying. And then um, I have just a key at heart. She says amen. That's why I started listening to Christian rock on my way to work. It uplifts me and starts my morning much better. And um, what else? Just a key um, said about she loves your quote about the mirror. And then we have, oh, and then drunk said um, they're gonna put out Juice World and Pop Smoke's album until 2030. So to piggyback mm-hmm. off of that, and then another question um, from drunk ask her if it's fair to say that um, conscious music isn't as good as it used to be. Or no? Mm. Well, I would say maybe because of the, it could be a decline in, in musicality. I come from an era where, you know, we put a lot of feeling in our um, music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've heard some dope consciousness, but it's just that it's just over saturated by the mainstream, right? Mm-hmm. It's just something where we always, you know, we talk about this like year after year. You just really have to dig. Um, so I would say uh, check out Koji Radical. That's K-O-J-E-Y Radical, brother named Koji Radical. He has phenomenal uh, cinematic images um, and his message is on point. So, you know, we just kind of got to, you know, pick them out there and dig them up. I did have a question about women. How do we, how do they navigate um, being a creative and a male dominant space? Um, how have you been able to navigate? I'll tell you, I have um, a strong spiritual foundation. Mm-hmm. And so 
I would, you know, sometimes I would ask people because, you know, I don't get invited to everything because of my, my armor, right? I think my armor sometimes protects me from certain environments too, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I had an opportunity to ask a question and I actually had a brother send me a message. He said, I added you as a friend to say one thing, but I saw your content and I said, no, nah, she owns something else. <laughs> and so that helped me to navigate too. Um, a strong um, spiritual base and, and strongly believing that, you know, I'm here to do this, you know, type of music and content. But also um, what helps me also is um, just having a supportive husband, okay? Mm-hmm. Having a supportive husband that goes with me in certain environments. Like sometimes so much so I would go to certain environments or um, um, this club that I would uh, go to perform and they'd be like, oh yeah, she's here with her security, y'all. <laughs> 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 you know, or like brother would go. Um, I always um, travel with a um, a male, right? If it's after hours, too. Yeah. Too. You know what I'm saying? To protect myself in certain environments, because let's just to be honest. You know, men um, treat other men a certain way, right? Hundred percent. So, right. You know, to have that type of protection. Um, even the studio I go to. Um, I'm in the Nation of Islam, by the way. Mm-hmm. So the studio I go to um, and, and uh, has an uh, FOI as the engineer who owns that particular space. And the FOI are the, the, the military men that we see on the corner with the final calls and the bean pies. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, you know, I have that element around me too. So you get too crazy. Some people don't want to test that at all. Yeah. So that's a blessing, you know, as well. And so um, just holding myself a certain way too you gotta as women we have to understand that um like i said you know men will speak to you differently well they'll treat you differently right Mm -hmm. even as a woman navigating as a creator for me when i walk into the room i don't see male or female i see the music business rather Mm -hmm. see a nice looking woman coming into the room and so you have to, of course, be assertive in a way where like this, right? I'm not being, you know, soft-spoken. I'm not being, you know, any of that, you know, because this, this is about business. Yeah. And a lot of times as women, we have to understand that certain things are cues for men. And I don't keep eye contact even too long. Like, I lower my gaze a little bit too when we're, we're talking to because the eyes, right? You're yeah. communicating. That, that's, it's a lot of power in that too. So I do certain things like that to kind of guide myself. To where you know they understand like no this, this is not a love connection this right is not this music business <laughs> so i hope that answers the question no, it answers and i'm glad that you said that because i think it's hard sometimes for women like i think because we've just evolved as women now but we still have to protect ourselves and hold ourselves in a certain we have to be very conscious we cannot operate the same way and I'm glad that you like mentioned that <laughs> because it's very important that we protect ourselves especially the eye contact I've been there I don't sometimes keep like just so they're not thinking <laughs> you know or it's something else and little things like that I operate like that too so I'm glad you mentioned that I have another question for you okay pull it up okay so this is for just a key at heart you talked about being genuine what advice had would you give to someone to help them on their journey of showing up as themselves with no apologies hmm. practice it right 
get in get in touch with yourself number one um to know when you are you know if you feel let's rewind back a little bit Mm -hmm. sometimes you can uh, figure out your purpose by what you feel like you want to solve you have a really strong urge right to Mm -hmm. feel something that is that you want to solve in the world then that that would be where your purpose lies right that would be why you've been called for so start operating in that and get comfortable in that a lot of times too when we want to show up as ourselves when we may not have been being ourselves and we have a crowd or a circle around us that's used to us behaving a certain way, you have to be strong enough to either take yourself out of your former former environment. You know, you have to get out of that environment. You have to go to places that support you. You have to be around people who support you. When you're trying to come into um, a new reality, it's Mm -hmm. called being in a period of transition. So you're not who you used to be, but you're not who you are going to be, right? Mm -hmm. So you're in this middle ground. That's a very dangerous point because somebody could come and say, oh, I miss this, you know, Mm so-and-so. We used to do this. We used to do that. And Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, no, 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 read material that supports you know mm-hmm. uh, your journey as well um i'll definitely be writing an ebook soon because mm-hmm. i think it's powerful to step into your authentic self it's it powerful to step into your because that's what i mean how how else is there really to live you know and so yeah just separate yourself from former environments that fed the old self mm-hmm. the, the old habits it takes 21 days to break a habit and yep. start a new. Take those 21 days. Be intentional with yourself. Be intentional. I had to learn how to be serious. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you know, you know, this is our life. This is our moment in time. Be mm-hmm. serious with it, okay? Mm-hmm. Because you want to be able to get the best out of you know your existence. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah. I hope that. No, yeah. that answers it perfectly. And I have a question to piggyback off of that. So when you are in this, um, you're separating from the old self and you're in this transition. So you're now in this weird season. Sometimes what comes into that season is loneliness. So what do you do? Because you're trying to um, live your purpose. I'll, I'll say I'm in that season. I'm having things, but now I'm navigating in a season of loneliness. But for me, I'm just, sometimes it's hard. So I want to know for you, what, what advice would you give to even someone like me, artists or creatives when we're, now we got to break away so we can focus on our craft and our purpose, but the loneliness creeps in and you kind of want to go back to your old self because it was more fun. <laughs> right. I would say number one, you're never, never alone. You never, you're not alone. You weren't alone when you in when you were in the womb of your mother. You weren't alone. You've always, you know, had God present, and you know, that's me. I'm a firm believer. I'm a, I'm mm-hmm. a strong believer. So not to offend anyone else, but you know, that's what I believe in. Mm-hmm. But you, you're not alone. Um, even when it comes to like the teachings and the spirituality and the principles that we can grasp on to help make ourselves strong, mm-hmm. that's a period of study. Because you have to, you know, feed yourself and orientate your mind. Mm-hmm. I love what you said about 
certain things that are one that you know keeps us in a dark place like number one the first step is to unplug from that mm-hmm. you, you know unplug from that but just 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 understand that sometimes it's good to be quote unquote alone as well mm-hmm. because it's almost like the pandemic when the pandemic silenced a lot of things for us and took us out of hustle and bustle in the beginning yes and you have time to think and do some introspection, You can, we can do that now. I've experienced, I am experiencing a bit of what you're talking about too, you know, that loneliness. Because sometimes you can't really communicate with people where they understand what you're going through sometimes too, right? Mm-hmm. Or you might be going to a place where, you know, it's just not, it's not on anybody else's priority list, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> You know, so you want to communicate certain things, but it's just you in this world that you want to create. Everything in the beginning starts on that way. Like I said, when you're a child in the room, when you when you're growing, it's just you and God. So use that as this moment, like, okay, this is a rebirth. You're in the womb. So you're in a womb, and all you had in the womb was substance, right, or sustenance that helped you to grow, right, mm-hmm. from the ability. So I will use it as a time to study. Um, even what helped me through the pandemic we talked about before was me joining that writing organization. And I was a, a, around a bunch of individuals who were on the same course, mm-hmm. right? Um, so we don't have to be alone. Sometimes we just don't know what support systems to, to latch on to. Because, you know, just just keep thinking on it. You know, keep thinking on what it is that you want to attract, and it will come. That's the power, too, of inner vision. Yes. What we focus on, we draw to us. But just know that it will come, right? That's faith. Like, faith never fails us. When I learned that, I said, okay. So if faith never fails you, that means that whatever it is you focus on, will come i mean w-i-l-l will not possibly not maybe not that may be impossibly that's something that needs to be silenced because that's the voice that comes to deter you yes you know when you set out on a thing all that may be impossibly and maybe (laughs) but just understand that you are uh it's a good time it's actually a good time you know what i'm saying for you to be centered because on the other side when you're ready to give birth Sometimes we might miss that a long time when we had to get prepared. That is true. Preparation. Mm-hmm. Preparation. I like that. <laughs> so I actually have a little game. I have eight questions and just the first thing you think of. Okay. So you ready? They're not too hard. Okay. Just, just blurt out a word. That yep, I'm a word or the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. So, your favorite word? Love. One word that best describes you? Pure. Your theme song? It's one of those I build with. I think I'm one of them. No, no, no. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. That's my jam. Right. <laughs> your personal hero? Minister What motivates you? Whew, seeing 
seeing our people through. Your purpose? To help us get there. Nice. <laughs> In a way. Musically. Musically. Yeah. Um, what legacy do you want to leave behind? I would I would like for us to know that I love, right? I would if you come across me, I would I would like to have left it all, you know, on the table that I have to give. But I would love to leave a legacy where we understand that we are divine and that we are gods. I just want to be one of those people that encourages that. So definitely inspiration and encouraging us to go the next step. Love it. And what do you want God to say once your journey is completed on this earth? Well done, my good and faithful servant. Yes, that's my favorite. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you for coming on. This has been a great interview. Um, before we go, I want you to just kind of just plug, plug away. Let everybody right. know what's going on. Hip hop fans. Okay, get back in hip hop mode. No, we got the 16 artists over two days at Grassroots, 1145 East Washington Street. That is August 11th on the Thursday and Friday, August 12th. So come on out. Um, come to the Grassroots Bookstore, you know, even beforehand. Um, tickets are at musicisalive.net. Follow me on Instagram. The ticket link is in my uh, Instagram. I'm Arian Nicole, right here at Arian Nicole, except for the L, listen, number one. But if you type in Arian, you should, you know, be able to, you know, find me pop up. But get your tickets, get your tickets, get your tickets. Yes. I'm performing August 12th, Friday, coming out, you know, with the band and everything. Um, we got artist Miles Prime, another female MC, AQ. We have Noah Little. We have Marv LeVar. Uh, we have um, El So. We got Ill Lyric coming on the microphone. OBFC, our Black Fathers Committee, um, and, and so many more. So. Oh, I love it. And I will put all her information. I'll put it in the comments as well. Um, let's look at the comments. We got a heart from Tim, Timmy Johnson. My brother Tremika says this was a good interview. Um, I want to thank everyone in the chat. I like to thank Drunk for commenting. Brother Tremika's, Selena Malley. Who do we have? Just a key at heart. And... Tim Johnson. So yes, thank you. And then also, what do we have? So I will put all that information in the comments. Um, make sure you go to the festival that's here in um, Phoenix. Um, so if you enjoy this conversation, um, subscribe, hit the notification button. You don't want to miss um, other episodes of Divine Honey. Um, you can also listen um, to Divine Honey. You can listen to this also on um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify in about 30 minutes it'll be uploaded and yeah and also I do want to thank you again um, for coming on this was a great interview and you're just inspiring so I appreciate you taking time out your day and um, I'm so happy for your event next week it's gonna be amazing you guys go down to the grassroots bookstore Come on down, come on down, come on down. We waiting for y'all. Come on down. It's $25 for adults. Children are free. Yes. Children are free. Bring the family. Well, until next time, you guys, peace and blessings, and um, be sweet, be safe, and I love you guys. <laughs>